Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Our top local story on WBBM, a cybersecurity matter continues to disrupt phone and Internet service at Lurie Children's Hospital. WBBM's Terry Keshner with the latest. This is what people have been getting when they call Lurie Children's Hospital. Information management is investigating issues with phones and is currently working to resolve the issue as soon as possible. It's a little muffled, but the message says the hospital is having trouble with the phone for inbound and outbound calls at all locations. Lurie said on its website and social media that it has been actively responding to a cybersecurity matter and is investigating with the support of leading experts and is working with law enforcement. As part of the response, Lurie took its network systems offline. Lurie said it's determined to keep providing care with limited disruptions and was working to establish a call center. About 239,000 children are treated at Lurie's locations each year. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. Metra says the problems with buying tickets through the Ventra app persist this morning. The Ventra app crashed yesterday on the first day of new Metra fares and the elimination of ticket windows. The agency is apologizing for the inconvenience and says conductors will help any commuters having trouble buying a Metra mobile ticket. There was a prayer vigil last night in the Edgewater neighborhood at the scene where a 16-year-old Sen High School student was shot to death and two others were wounded on Wednesday. Lord, we want to pray for healing. In our city. Pastor Matt Sweetman of Trinity Church near the scene where Davion Gibson was killed organized the vigil. We want to ask for complete recovery for the other two victims. CBS 2 reports Peg Dublin was among those in attendance. My daughter-in-law came out of her home and as this child was dying she held him in her arms until he died and she will never be the same again. The shooting occurred after school let out on Wednesday afternoon. Mike Krauser, News Radio 1059 WBBM. Illinois' governor says the state is prepared to fund new migrant shelters in or outside the city of Chicago, but he says he's still waiting for Mayor Johnson's team to say if and where they might want them. Governor Pritzker says the state is considering one or two sites that the Chicago Roman Catholic Archdiocese has identified as possible migrant shelters on its property. But with Chicago putting new shelters on hold, the governor says the state is willing to finance shelters in the city if Mayor Johnson says yes. The money, he says, is there. I made that decision that the $65 million that we could not put into the tent at the location where there was a, an environmental hazard, that we would dedicate that to other shelter so that we could accomplish the same thing, which is to have 2,000 people that would be uh, sheltered by virtue of the state's support. 
However, we need the city to help out. And, and on occasion, they have been willing to be a part of that recently. Obviously, they've done a lot of work before that, but we need them to continue that work. The mayor has previously suggested that new shelters don't have to be within the city's borders. Craig Delamore, News Radio 1059 WBBM. Federal charges are being filed against two Southwest suburban residents who allegedly entered the Capitol back on January 6th. 54 year old Kelly Fontaine and 52 year old Brian Dula of Lockport are the latest of more than 40 Illinois residents accused in the incident. They're charged with a variety of offenses, including knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building and disorderly and disruptive conduct. A power outage is blamed for yesterday's evacuation of the BP refinery in northwest Indiana. Whiting Mayor Steve Spibar says the power outage led to the refinery burning off some of its product, which led to flaring from stacks. Out of an abundance of caution, BP evacuated the refinery in stages. They did request initially that sections of Indianapolis Boulevard and 129th Street be blocked off. Later on, they asked that the also out of abundance of caution roads bordering the refinery be blocked off. The Indiana Department of Environmental Management says recently there were leaks at the refinery, which were likely the cause of strong odors reported by many residents in Whiting. Spibar says state investigators were at the refinery when it lost power. Jim Goodis, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Several bottlenose dolphins have come back to Brookfield Zoo. This time, they have a fully renovated home. The $10 million renovation of the dolphin's seven seas habitat includes new rockwork structures with anchors for animal care staff to attach enrichment items like kelp strips and floating objects. The zoo says upgrades will encourage natural behaviors like searching for food, playing, chasing objects, and interacting with each other. The seven dolphins returned to the zoo Tuesday and have since been reacclimating to their new climate. Their habitat will be open to the public starting March 25th. Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A new venue for gaming and food is coming to the northwest suburbs. Dave and Buster's will debut its newest location on February 26th at the streets of Woodfield in Schaumburg. The venue will feature more than 100 arcade games, a chef-crafted food menu, innovative drinks, and a state-of-the-art sports bar. The new Dave & Buster's is at the site of the former GameWorks, which permanently closed in early 2020 at the start of the COVID pandemic. Roger Plummer, News Radio, 105.9 WBBM. Tesla electric vehicles will be featured at the Chicago Auto Show for the first time this year. Tesla says visitors will be able to take a test ride in several models on the indoor test track for electric vehicles. The Chicago Auto Show opens to the public on February 10th. It's Groundhog Day, and that means it's the day when we unofficially find out if we're going to have an early spring. And Woodstock Willie, the official groundhog weather forecaster in northwest suburban Woodstock, did not see his shadow last hour. So according to tradition, that means spring will come early. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no one's complaining about that. exactly. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.